Welcome to this week's virtual drasha. This week we have the incredible privilege to read Parshas Ekev. And Ekev continues along with the theme of the rest of Chomish Devarim of Moshe Rabbeinu engaging in the most meaningful, personal, and heartfelt conversations with Klal Yisrael. And so at the beginning of the fifth Aliyah, Perek Yod Pasuk base, chapter 10, verse 12, Moshe Rabbeinu says as follows, V'ato Yisrael, and now Jewish people, what does God ask of you? How much does God ask? God asks so little. What does He ask of you? To revere Hashem, to walk in all of His ways, to love Him, to serve Hashem, to serve Hashem with all of your heart and all of your soul. And we look at this pasuk, and Moshe Rabbeinu understand what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying on a basic level. If you look at what Hashem gives to us versus what Hashem asks of us. So what does Hashem give to us? And the answer, of course, is everything. Everything I have in this world, everything I am in this world, everything I acquire in this world, everything I accomplish in this world is because of the Ribbon no Shalom. In fact, you know, the mission of it says, If you learned a lot of Torah, don't go ahead and give yourself such praise. Don't look at it as such a great accomplishment. Why? Why? This Mishnah says, for that's why you were created. But the Maral of Prague explains so beautifully, when you're able to learn Torah, why is a person able to learn? Because Baruch Hashem, I have functioning eyes. Because my brain is able to process the information. Meaning, even the act of learning Torah, it's true, I make the choice to do it. But I can only execute on that decision because the Yerushalayim has given me the faculties to do so. So when we think about everything that Hashem has given us, what does God give me? And the answer is everything. There is nothing I have or nothing I possess or nothing I am in this world that is independent of the Yerushalayim Shalom. So Moshe Rabbeinu says, look, when you think about everything that Hashem gives you, what does He ask for in return? All He asks for you is to revere Him, to walk in His ways, and to love Him with all of your heart and all of your soul. So it's true, when you put these things on the two sides of the scale, there's no question we get the better end of the deal. Considering all that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives us, He asks for so little in return. But nevertheless, Moshe Rabbeinu seems to be minimizing a Herculean spiritual task and endeavor. Right? What Moshe Rabbeinu is describing over here is the totality of Yiddishkeit. To revere Hashem, to walk in His ways, to love Him with all of our hearts. All of us. That's the entirety of Yiddishkeit. And Moshe Rabbeinu seems to be making light of it. You know, he seems to be taking it, oh, it's not such a big deal, it's easy. All God asks you to do is X. Now remember, had Moshe Rabbeinu said, Klal Yisrael Yidin, Kaddish Baruch Hu gives you so much, and he asks for so little in return, I hear that. But to minimize the very mission of Yiddishkeit and to make it sound so easy, to make it sound so minimal, seems to be a little bit disingenuous. And in fact, even the Gemara asks this. The Gemara Masechus Bracha says, Is the reverence of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, revering God, fearing God, walking in His ways, loving Him with all of your heart and all of your soul, is that a small thing? Is that a small thing that Moshe Rabbeinu makes it seem like such a simple and easy digestible task? See, even the Gemara is bothered by Moshe Rabbeinu's minimization of what is truly a Herculean spiritual undertaking and endeavor. But the great Tzadik Rabbi Nachman of Rezlov says something so incredibly beautiful. The Rebbe says, no, you have to understand what Moshe Rabbeinu is really saying. Look at the opening phrase of that Pasuk, Vi'ato Yisrael, 
Mahashem Elokecha Shoel Mi'imach. So we translate that as Ata means now, Yisrael, Klal Yisrael, Mahashem Elokecha Shoel. What does God ask of you but to, and then the rest of the Pasuk? The Rebbe says that's not how you have to read it. The Rebbe says, do you know what the greatest challenge of the human condition is? That we spend so much time focusing and perseverating over the things that we have no control over and over the things we cannot change. How much time do we spend lamenting over the mistakes of the past? I should have done this. I should have made this decision. I should have taken that career opportunity. I should have married this person. I shouldn't have married this person. All the things in our past that we spend so much time, and you can't change the past. I can do tshuva, right? I can engage in the process of repentance and thereby rehabilitate my past, but the decisions of the past are the decisions of the past, and yet we spend so much time rehashing, reliving, lamenting, getting upset, beating myself up over the decisions of the past when I can't even do anything about it. And how often do we become paralyzed with fear for the future? What's going to happen? What's going to be? Oh, I'd love to take this opportunity, but what about this? I'd love to go here, but what about this? I'd love to embark upon this life initiative, but what about this? And we think about all the things that could go wrong, and we think about all the things that could unravel, and all of the ways that things could fall apart, and often it leads us to inaction. So something amazing happens. We beat ourselves up over the past that we cannot change, and we allow ourselves to become paralyzed because of an unknown future. We obsess over the future, we're scared over the future, and we're filled with such remorse and anger over the past. You can't change the past, and you don't know what's going to happen in the future. And this, says Rabbi Nachman, is what Rabbi Moshe Rabbeinu was telling to Klal Yisrael. The Rabbi says, here's you have to read the Pasuk. Vi'ata. Vi'ata means now. Now, the present. Ma Hashem Elokecha Imach. Do you know what God asks of you? God doesn't ask you to change the past. And God doesn't ask you to try to figure out what's going to be in the future. The only thing, what does HaKadosh Baruch Hu ask of you? To maximize your present. To maximize the now. That is the only thing that Ibono Shal Olam asks of me. Maximize the present moment maximize the present opportunities. Live life to the fullest now. Don't spend your energies beating yourself up over the past and don't become paralyzed because of an unknown future. What does Hashem ask of you? What does Hashem want of you? One word, right now, right now. And the truth is, the Rabbi's words are so profound because at the end of the day, if we think about it, the only thing I control in this world and the only thing I control in my life is right now. Like I said, I can't go back and change the past and I have no possible way to script the future. And so the only thing that is really in my control is va'ata, is the present moment, is maximizing the va'ata moment, the present moments of life. And so on a very simple level, the Ribbono Shalom does not ask me to control things that are beyond my control. And he doesn't ask me to engage in processes that are simply impossible. He doesn't ask me to rewrite the past. 
because I can't. And he doesn't ask me to predict the future because I can't. HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, I only hold you accountable for the things that are within your control. And the only thing in this world that is in my control is va'ata. What I do in the present, how I maximize the present, how I become the best version of myself in the present. That is the only thing I control. The Rebbe's words are so profound because we use up so much mental, emotional, and spiritual energy lamenting the past, being scared over the future, and neither of those directions actually get us anywhere. They don't move the needle of life. And Moshe Rabbeinu tells us, Moshe Rabbeinu, being the, the voice of the Ribbono Shal Olam, stop trying to beat, stop trying to rewrite and beat yourself up over the past and stop trying to wrap your head around an unknown future. But instead, focus your kochos on what you do control, the va'ata. Maximize your present. Make the most of your present. And imagine if we lived life like this. You know, I often think, and I include myself in this, that it's so hard to live life in the present, right? Because we're so often planning for the future. What's the next thing? What do I want to accomplish? What do I want to do? And those are great things. Those are all great things. To be a forward thinker is necessary. And the truth is, to live a little bit in the past and to reflect on the mistakes of the past and to learn from the mistakes of the past is also incredibly important. But you have to spend a little bit of time in the past and a little bit of time in the future. You know, the, the, the Bar Parashi gives a beautiful, gives a beautiful marshal. He says, you know, in the car, you have a rear view mirror or a backup camera today. You know, anyone who drives the entire time looking in the rear view mirror is going to get into an accident. Why? Because in life, you can't just look in the rear view mirror. You have to look at the road ahead of you. On the other hand, if you're backing up and you don't go ahead and look, even if you're not backing up, but you're driving straight, but you don't look in the rear view mirror, all you do is look in front of you, you may miss what's going on behind you. Life is this incredible balance. Every once in a while, you have to look in the rear view mirror because I have to learn from my past. And I have to look ahead because if I don't look ahead, I only look at the road right in front of me, I'm going to miss the exits of life have to spend a little bit of time looking back and a little bit of time looking forward. But the most important thing, the bulk of my energies need to be devoted to the Atta. To stop focusing on the past, stop focusing on the, on the present, oh, excuse me, on the future, and really making a concerted effort to maximize my present. That was the message of Moshe Rabbeinu to our ancestors thousands of years ago. And it's his message to us on this very day as well. Wishing everyone a good and Erev Shabbos and a beautiful Shabbos Kodesh.